Christ behind us, Christ under our feet, Christ within us, Christ over us. Let all around us, let all around us, Christ be. A reading from Philippians chapter 2. If there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also the interests of others. Do all things without grumbling or questioning, that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life, so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain, even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. Likewise, you also should be glad and rejoice with me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
think it is important for us to remember. Paul is in prison as he writes these words. He's in a place that would not make any sense for this to be a time of boasting or giving instructions. And I would argue that he is actually taking this time as humble reflecting. Things are not the same as they once were for Paul. And what it is that he has left to his name is the very same thing that we have left to our names during this time, Jesus Christ. It is a common consideration in our faith that suffering is a place for the faithful to come to know their God further and to realize their dependency on him. Despite all of its pain and anguish, the Christian when suffering typically comes to a place of seeing their God in a deeper way. Paul, having reached the place of suffering he probably never imagined in his Pharisee days, is able to reflect on what is so different about this God and his Son from the rest of the world. A God who is not some on-high moral teacher, but has exemplified the reflections of Paul in his own death on the cross. Exemplifying this humble response. Set aside yourself and consider the needs of those around you. It is the work that our Lord has done for us, done for you. He set aside not just the pleasures and luxuries of his status, but took on the frail flesh, coming face to face with the temptation we all struggle with daily, making it about ourselves. He didn't make his sacrifice about himself. In humiliation of himself, he made it about you, about me, about his world. In suffering, he entered into a deeper relationship with us. Philippians 2 is a daunting list. But in humility and in a place of need, Paul actually provides how this is even possible. He leaves us with this thought. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. We have this to cling to each day, the same as Paul, that it is God who works in us. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant, and a song of praise is fitting. Friends in Christ, I urge you all to lift up your hearts to God and pray with me as Christ our Lord has taught us and has freely promised to hear us. God our Father in heaven, look with mercy on us your needy children on earth, and grant us grace that your holy name be hallowed by us and all the world through the pure and true teaching of your word and the fervent love shown forth in our lives. Graciously turn from us all false doctrine and evil living, whereby your precious name is blasphemed and profaned. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Strengthen us by your Spirit, according to your will, both in life and in death, in the midst of both good and evil things, that our own wills may be crucified daily and sacrificed to your good and gracious will. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O God, from whom comes all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works. Give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O God, you declare your almighty power, chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Grant us the fullness of your grace, that we, running to obtain your promises, may become partakers of your heavenly treasure. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, 
who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. We